0: Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 21st day of December. I'm your host, Paul. Thanks for joining me. Let's jump into the text today, right where we left off yesterday in Luke chapter 6. We begin today in verse 6. This is a story of Jesus healing on another Sabbath day. In fact, the phrase is right there in the beginning of verse 6. Now it happened on another Sabbath. Let me point out to you that. Verse 1 says it happened on the second Sabbath after the first, which which is an interesting way of saying it, but also another way for Luke to show us that this is a pattern. Jesus has been teaching way back in chapter 4. He was teaching in synagogues on the Sabbath, and he cast out an unclean spirit. And then he has the beginning of chapter 6 where he, His disciples pluck grain on the Sabbath, and then we have another healing on the Sabbath. So Luke is establishing this this flow of Jesus performing these miracles on Sabbath days. I think maybe the way to do this today is to read this this whole story and then come back and make some comment on it and, and give an overview of what's happening within the context of Luke 6. So we begin in verse 6 and read through verse 11. Now it happened on another Sabbath also, that he entered the synagogue and taught, and a man was there whose right hand was withered. So the scribes and Pharisees watched him closely, whether he would heal on the Sabbath, that they might find an accusation against him. But he knew their thoughts and said to the man who had the withered hand, Arise and stand here. And he arose and stood. Then Jesus said to them, I will ask you one thing. Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil, to save life or to destroy? Or another translation, to save life or to kill. And when he had looked around at them all, he said to the man, stretch out your hand. And, as, and he did so, and his hand was restored as whole as the other. But they were filled with rage and discussed with one another what they might do with Jesus. Well, okay, we've obviously gotten another, Jesus is in another sticky situation. Luke has him coming fresh off of one Sabbath where he gets into an argument with the Pharisees about the nature of what it means to keep Sabbath. And now he takes it a step farther by knowing they're watching him closely Luke's very specific to point that out and they're watching him and Luke is not ambiguous, he says it clearly whether he would heal on the Sabbath so they might find an accusation against him so Luke is telling you this great point of contention and remember Luke is writing this years after the event so as he's telling the story he has decided that these Sabbath miracles were an important moment in the ministry of Jesus and so you, you have to remember that as you read, that you're not reading the events in real time. You're reading the events nearly a generation later. So there is some color on what the author is trying to say or do in, re- regarding what's happening. And so Luke seems to be sending us a message that Jesus is in a conflict in this portion of his ministry on what goes on in Sabbath. Jesus presents, first of all, let me walk through the way Jesus does it. He knows that they're there to catch him. He's already seen the man who has his right hand withered. The right hand seems to indicate his hand of strength, usually. And so he's probably unable to work, and thus he's probably a beggar. And he's probably a man who has been in the community for a long time, Jesus or the, the Pharisees and scribes know the man's been in the community, and knowing the nature of Jesus, they know that he's a healer. And maybe it's even been advertised that Jesus is coming, and they position this man there. For whatever reason, Jesus then takes some very careful steps. First of all, he has the man arise and stand here. And the man does. It seems as if Jesus calls the man to him and says, Stand right here beside me. And this could be a defensive posture, Jesus defending the man. It could be Jesus putting the man in front of the accusers and then taking, becoming the mediator on behalf of the man. Then Jesus says to his accusers, this is the scribes and Pharisees, I'll ask you one thing. Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil, to save life, or to destroy? So Jesus presents an interesting choice between doing good and doing evil on the Sabbath. He does not present a choice between doing good and doing nothing. Notice that. He doesn't say, would it be right for me to do good or to do nothing? Instead, he says, would it be right for me to do good or to do evil? Because Jesus sees the failure to do good as evil. Because it would have been an easy out to say, should I do good or just do nothing? Their answer would have been do nothing. So he frames do nothing as doing evil. This is the sin of omission, not doing what you could do, and the opportunity to do it is right in front of you. So is it, is it lawful? to do good or to do evil, to save life or to kill. So for Jesus, for me to do nothing to this guy when he needs it and I can help would be to do evil and and would would be to kill, in effect, to kill his dreams, to kill his hopes. Once he's asked this question, he has the man stretch out his hand and as he does, the hand is restored just as his other hand. This this infuriates the scribes and Pharisees and they discuss what they need to do with Jesus. Well, this healing on the Sabbath seems to stand out to them as one where he didn't just heal and move on, he put them on the spot and then healed. It's also worth noting that sometimes Jesus apparently doesn't heal, so we can't assume he's doing evil when he doesn't. He always tries to follow Not tries, he does. He follows the voice of his father. The point Jesus is making is that if he's restricted because it's the Sabbath, that would make the Sabbath evil. It's not a demand to move, it's not letting the Sabbath become an excuse for not moving. I think the groundwork has been laid by Luke as a writer to show why they're going to want Jesus dead. Um, The groundwork has been laid by Luke to show Jesus as a miraculous man. The healings are going to really pick up from here as we move into the middle chapters of the gospel of Luke. And Jesus will finally, in in just a few chapters, begin to prophesy his own death. And so we're on our way to that. And on the way, Jesus is doing these great things from the Sabbath. this, This might be the takeaway, and I've tried to make this point yesterday, but we need to add something to it. Rest is not doing nothing. Rest is Holy Spirit-led activity. Doing nothing is actually at times the same as doing evil, at least according to the question Jesus asks. And ours is to parse the difference. Tomorrow, we introduce the 12 apostles. Luke will do that. We'll talk about why this happens right here as well. See you then. God bless.